1: Hello, I am your host, Leonard, and tonight we are joined by Matt. Hey, Matt. Hello.
0: Hello. I have an IQ of 48, and my mother is (laughs) (laughs) AI-generated.
1: And Cameron.
2: Hi. I went through a respawn machine, and the inside of my head has turned 30
1: degrees to the left. (laughs) Oh man, we're already getting started on (laughs) uh, tonight's topic. Yeah. (laughs) Oh man, I was, I bit, yeah, really, actually. Like, no, it's not Elden Ring. It's not a year long probe into the magic and majesty of Elden Ring. No, today I have decided to um, inflict a piece of uh, delicious independent media on my co hosts. That being Emptus Blue from 2023, yes, it's recent, uh, produced uh, by Fortress Films. It is a machinima, horror, psychological thriller starring the cast of Team Fortress 2. Now listen, I know, I know you're (laughs) reaching for that button to turn off this episode and and curse uh, the show and say, how dare you? Um, But but stick with us because this is uh, uh we'll agree I hopefully all of us will agree that this is a pretty interesting thing that is totally worthwhile yes mhm mm-hmm. yeah i can't say uh, that is, i was uh, like 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 not interested in
0: what was happening on screen the entire time i was just it was it's mm. it draws you in it it does a good job at that
1: yeah uh, it is a uh, independent feature, uh, uh, nearly two hour long. It is in fact mm. a movie, uh, independent feature, written and directed by Chad Payne, um, and Good once name. again animated. Yeah, right. <laughs> animated <laughs> with Max uh, source brother. filmmaker. Right. <laughs> um, if, yeah. Oh man, if oh man, I hope that he looks like Sand Lake. I hope that that he makes the Max well, there was Payne, no
0: Payne, slow Payne. motion in this, so that's why it makes me think that there's no relation to, to Max Payne, because uh, <laughs> nobody goes
1: into bullet time in this film. Um, and as mentioned before, it is a psychological horror film taking place on Halloween Night in 1963, I believe? 68. 68. Yeah. yeah. It It time hops a um, little bit, but yeah.
2: Yeah, back and forth a wee
1: bit. Uh, well, yeah, definitely within the confines of this single night. Since there, there was a point, in, time in, yeah. travel.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: There was a point in this film where I thought that this was one of those movies where you could hop in at any time and then just watch it mm-hmm. to the time surgeon to mm-hmm. where you started and it would be the mm-hmm. same movie. Uh because it <laughs> definitely feels that way at a point like uh especially towards the end when uh uh sort of get out of the surreal sphere uh and then you're like wait mm. i've seen this scene before but from a different perspective and it yeah that that stuff was super interesting yeah how i i would love
1: to have seen how this was storyboarded out mm. yes um so i guess i'm going to get started with the synopsis because the synopsis is going to be essentially the entire episode uh, because there is a there's a lot to chew on here uh, mm-hmm. with these wacky, almost human looking characters going through uh, the most awful existential nightmare humanly imaginable. Uh, so I'm going to start off with the prologue, which is the respawn tests. Mm, yeah, we are uh, treated to. Uh, um, basically slides of uh a a device known as the respawn machine uh which is uh if you're familiar with team fortress 2 uh death is not the end uh just like the mm-hmm. mummy uh and that you come <laughs> back um, uh, sometimes that, that is you better come back and they uh, a, a lot of time i mean yes actually mm-hmm. that is better uh hey that's a steven King quote that uh will feature uh heavily with a bunch of other Stephen King quotes littered throughout this film it's true. Um, yeah but we are uh shown um uh a person emerging from the reefth spawn machine um I believe the first what is the first one it's is eternity the one in just... there yes yeah, yeah. he Once says again,
0: it's he says it's eternity in there. And that, like, just that line, if you bring someone back from the dead and they say, I just experienced eternity, you put them back down. Like, yeah, yep. there's no way that person's <laughs> stable ever again. <laughs> uh,
1: yes, it's eternity in their second test, uh, uh, something's wrong with my eyes, cut to a close-up mm. with this gentleman not having eyes and his eye socket's bleeding. Third test, um, he emerges, says nothing, and is just shaking. (laughs) And fourth test, um, bad time, it looks like uh, we're transitioning to the other world in Silent Hill after Mm -hmm. the fourth (laughs)
0: test. Yeah, that's the Shining Blood Elevator uh, Mm, kind of homage. Yeah, the doors open, all this goo comes out. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And then we're introduced to our protagonist? Yeah, TBD. The medic?
4: Uh,
0: Yeah, it kind of hops around a lot. It goes between medic and soldier quite a bit.
1: It is really Mm. between medic and soldier, um, who is having a nightmare uh, involving a plague doctor. Um, Fun thing all these. I knew you loved it.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Fun thing about this checking it all winners boxes go on <laughs> no <I'm> right. sorry. <laughs> um is that uh no no it's it's fine it's just a fun little note uh all the costuming uh mm. all the character models are actually from team fortress Two, from various yeah. uh, events uh and uh it's costume plats and yeah pats yeah. packs and hats um mm-hmm. so um Nothing for any of the principal nine characters was technically created for the film. Um, mm-hmm. All the side characters are original models, uh, and that's, that's fairly awesome. obvious uh, yeah. when you look at them. And um, I'm actually kind of cool with it because there's also a part of me that's like, well, if these guys have been respawned this many times, who's to say that they actually look like real human beings anymore? <laughs> Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. So we should probably outline for people who have don't know Team Fortress Two. Um, there are what is it? One, two, three, four, five, six. Eight. There are nine classes: Scout, nine. Soldier, nine. Pyro, Demo, Heavy, Engineer, Medic, Sniper, and Spy. Uh, they have like yes. iconic looks and silhouettes. So while you're playing this first-person shooter game, you can immediately identify. That's Heavy. That's Pyro. That's that's well, mm-hmm. can't identify the Spy because he does turn invisible. Like, you know, whatever. Um and <laughs> so you can know like how to do your tactics and whatever. And like these designs are now iconic. Uh they're used everywhere. Yes. There's yeah. just memes of them oh, everywhere. Absolutely. I don't know why everyone has yaoi hands, but everybody's got just huge paws <laughs> and it makes uh, it just God, makes it really it like funny. <laughs> yeah. It, <laughs> well, it is in your brain forever now. Um, but it makes it really funny when they Thank interact you. with props especially phones uh because like they Mm. pick up a phone receiver and it has to be scaled to their huge mittens and it's just like it's just like (laughs) the size of like like a shoulder width uh this phone that they use all the time i just uh but they're they're human and they're very uh what's the word um stylized stylized yeah like 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 to the moon yeah though like, like it, like the soldiers should mm, have a lantern yeah. jaw. No, it like literally should protrude like a bulldog. Like you know, the heavy's big. so yes. no, he's big. Bigger. Yeah, yeah. Right. So w- when we say they don't look like normal people, uh, that's it. They are caricatures of people. Yeah. Um, in mm. look mm. and in <laughs> ethnic origin and in uh, like My use of their weapons and whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's just like ostentatiously over the yeah and it, it, it's yeah. a ton of fun yeah
4: but we um, start with yes uh, and it uh it? it's Medic, uh right? provides what i would yes mm-hmm. yeah.
1: yes and he is having a dream there's a plague doctor there is a uh wash away full of dead bodies um and then he wakes up and we get a pretty good scout impersonator playing uh-huh. the scout uh asking mm. if the medic has has bad dreams
3: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah scout
0: yeah. is uh supposed to be from boston so yeah.
2: probably probably you know, the he... most possible impersonation
0: yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. for sure <laughs> Yeah, and Medic is uh, German (laughs) in origin, so there's a lot of, like... uh, Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Very, like, Hogan's Heroes level uh, German impersonation, (laughs) uh, which is pretty good. Uh, Mm. But this is where we get, like, the very first, like, um... I don't know. uh, Symptomatic of a collective collapse between these characters. Uh... Because Mm -hmm. yeah, like obviously they're associated with each other. Obviously they spent it's it's weird to try to because after playing the game and stuff, like knowing that like spy and soldier are like secret police or cops or something. I don't I don't know what's going on there, but like Mm. what their roles are in the organization that they're working for and how they know each other and why they aren't working together more directly um, was. A little, a little throwing to me at first, but, but we get there. Yeah. Uh, and, in- and like, I, I can we talk about this out of sync? Because what happens in the beginning is echoed at the very, very
1: end. And I'm like, oh, of course that's what's happening here. Um Yes, we might as well, because I'm going to encourage everyone that's listening to, um, uh, not not turn off, not leave, but definitely pause because this film is available on YouTube free of charge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. To go ahead and engage with it um, before listening to this episode because uh, I think it is a really valid and interesting piece of media in a world that is slowly having uh, less and less of that <laughs> conceptually mm, yeah. nowadays. Yeah. yeah you don't you don't see this like um so yeah where do yeah. you want to jump ahead to um Matt? to well uh because <laughs> what happens right here is the uh medic is
0: like you know you're you're seeing stuff don't worry about it take your name brand valium which is a weird choice um but they just didn't call it diazepam or something else <laughs>
3: um
0: name brand
1: valium well it, it's blue volume it's yeah it's blue because they that's work true. for blue because all the yeah. characters that we yep. follow are from the blue team they're the blue team
0: that's right <laughs> uh but oh uh, no except for demo demo was red um but uh well, yeah. demo was red yes and anyway um uh they're about to leave he's like i'll take you home uh scouts like kind of like sheepish about it um uh, but uh, the medic is going to take him home, and then something knocks over a box full of VHS tapes that are like that classic horror trope of mm. uh, VHS tapes with the uh, like <laughs> experiment number whatever on this date, blah blah blah. And they're like, "Who did that? How could that possibly yeah. have happened?" And then as they leave the doors of the like medical wing they're in, there's these two like swinging doors. They pop open so the two characters can leave, and then they pop open a second time in the future we learn yes. that spy yeah. can make himself invisible and like there's a scene with soldier mm-hmm. later on where the, after the spy is like become this fully corrupted character um uh doing that exact same thing with doors so it makes you wonder why spy was in the medical wing what he was listening to and why he was trying to get those tapes was he on the up way before or is this a different spy because uh they are seeing instances of themselves that's that is what is happening here uh it is the existential horror of yes. dying in combat mm. and being respawned over and over and over again the thing you always think about when you're playing like you two or halo or whatever it's just like there's just like an infinite number of guys just yeah. like dumping out of yeah. here and getting shot in the head um and what would that do to a man <laughs> Uh so we don't know yeah. if this is an instance of spy that's in this medical wing yes. or if it is the spy that we
4: later meet or or what. But uh in the
1: beginning you just think they're being haunted. Well, well
4: well to to be
1: Right. Yeah, go for it. Um and to be fair, uh later on in the film it's it's actually revealed that uh it is the medic who mm. accidentally who time traveled Back and knocked over the VHS tape and pushed open the
0: doors. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, that's right. It is him. But I don't know if it's time travel. I think it's instances. Um, I think there's more than one medic, and they are sharing a consciousness, and that's where things are getting messed up. Like we later later on in the film, yeah, there there is a like I I, I, just soldier, (laughs) right?
3: Yeah, what's up, buddy? (laughs)
0: Yeah. So like the, yes. uh, the, the dreams he's having of like dying Oh stuff. no, the all the um, time and stuff. Yeah. Sorry. I keep interrupting you, man. Go
4: ahead.
1: Um, yeah. So no, no, it's, it's fine. Um, it's cool. I, I'm, I'm just very excited to, uh, engage in, <laughs> with this. Um, so, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, as far as the narrative goes, um, uh, scout's been laid off from blue uh because he's got the bad brains uh, which we find Mm -hmm. out uh in a medical report later on in the (laughs) film um and they're just like yeah you're real bad at your job and and scout's like uh-huh uh Uh, scout's just like you know what i'm just gonna sue blue which is a very funny concept for anything Mm. team fortress 2 related in general um and uh but thanks for taking me home. Also, I'm gonna snatch this VHS uh copy of oh, is it Fritz Lang? Did Fritz Lang direct M? Yeah, really, maybe. the film M. <laughs> yeah. Um Not really sure. Yeah, which uh, of course makes for uh really good pre dinner time watching. <laughs> yeah, Fritz Lang. Yes. Yeah, it is Fritz Lang, yeah. <laughs> There um, there are so many yeah, references. In this. Uh yeah, man, up. nothing nothing like a uh, uh, there there are far too many references in this one <laughs> yeah. to keep up. Um but yeah, nothing says uh mm, I can't wait for dinner like watching a German impressionistic film <laughs> about a child murderer. Uh but yeah, that's yeah. what apparently uh Scout likes. Um yeah. meanwhile, across town uh, we discover that um, I believe his name is Jules Archibald, the yes. mayor of New Mexico, because a lot of the maps in Team Fortress Two take place in New Mexico. Oh, it's that a specific is in fact place. Actually, Cannon. Um,
0: yeah, it, it's a name. It's called. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, oh my god, I, I can't. I I can't think of it. It's it, it's got like a. It's called like Morbid or something like that, or Mortuary. Uh, gosh, I just I just had it in my brain. It it has a, it has a name. The town has a name. I, I'll think of it. I'll, I'll come back to it.
3: Mm.
0: <laughs> um,
1: and uh, soldier and spy are on a case. Uh, they're buddy cops. Uh, minus the buddy. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, we find <laughs> we find the soldier in in the car. It is in fact a dark dark and stormy night. Uh mm. a car uh passes by the vehicle that he's in and he notices a silhouette of somebody that looks suspiciously like him and totally uh-huh. isn't him. No, don't think about it. That's totally not just soldier's model, um standing <laughs> there staring at his car. Pulls out a pack of mm. lucky strikes, and then he pulls out a revolver. Yeah. Ah, yes.
0: Just the two things you need. <laughs> you uh, oh, yes. When you're on Uh <laughs> Mortem, New Mexico. Thank you yeah. for that, Matt. Mortem. Yeah. Mm. Everything. Like, there's a Purgatory Street. They're in Mortem, New Mexico. It's just very on the nose.
4: Yes.
1: Mm. <laughs> uh huh. Um. Spy is uh, uh attempting to intercept Heavy uh for reasons that are never actually given within the film um
3: it's other the than pulp we we, we learned
1: that spy is uh, hey surprise spy is a complete and utter piece of shit
3: Mhm
1: it is yeah. the pulp fiction briefcase <laughs> yes yes it is mm-hmm. uh huh yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. um and uh is going to interrogate Heavy um, meanwhile, soldier, uh, is listening to, uh, their, uh, police radio that is installed in their vehicle, um, uh, and listens to a report of somebody who has stolen a hearse from, mm. uh, the mortuary in Mortem, <laughs> New Mexico, mm-hmm. Mexico, um, and that's when uh apparently uh Soldier discovers that the radio is in fact not just one way, not just receiving, but also transmits, uh which is uh a very uh entertaining yeah. revelation. Uh yeah. meanwhile, <laughs> um, for spy crap, the heavy but, yeah. uh does what heavy do in Team Fortress 2 and Yeah. And uh beats uh the ever loving shit out of spy just like you would yep. expect in the game on a one-on-one matchup between the two uh until uh soldier just shoots him <laughs> dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one um, bullet
2: doesn't seem right from my minimal team fortress experience but sure <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah
1: really <laughs> um and then we get uh one, well it is certainly not the first uh film reference uh in this in this movie, but it is uh probably the first of many super explicit film references in the film, hmm. uh where the uh plague doctor uh holds a gun up to Spy's head before stealing the briefcase and it's literally just the shot from Seven where John yeah. Doe holds the gun up to Brad Pitt's head. hmm
4: the following audio has been redacted. to two.
1: That is chapter one of the graveyard mm-hmm. shift. Yeah. Uh, we get chapter two, which is dinners ready, uh, in which uh, medic and scout medic driving scout home. Uh, scout's like, "Hey, my mom would really like to see you," which you know I don't know Team Fortress lore, but. Uh, yeah. Given the weird relationship that Medic has towards Scout in this film, I'm like, are we implying that like Medic is secretly Scout's father? Please be my <laughs> daddy. Uh like you never
0: know. And, and like the mom is even like he of never wants to come in into Boston. Yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: Yeah. Very strange. Uh so yeah, he uh, Medic drops Scout off Scout comes home uh, to his uh, robotic AI voice mother mm-hmm. uh, yeah. who um, it, there's a, 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 an actual in-universe narratively cohesive reason why it's not an actual woman. Um, <laughs> uh, and then uh, the scout decides that, hey, you know, uh, dinner's almost ready, so I might as well watch him, the black and white <laughs> peter Laurie starring german expressionistic film about a child murderer because that's what you want to eat uh when you've been having nightmares uh uh about your teeth falling out and uh Mm. and have recently been sacked from your job that's yeah this is totally healthy behavior um it's a good coping mechanism. <laughs> uh and then uh we get the uh what I think is a surprisingly effective horror moment of mm. um the of Scout's mother uh peeking behind the corner of the hallway uh yeah. before her head falls to the ground <laughs> yeah, and the camera pans over to show a horrific man in a white mask. Mm. um yeah it's great um it's it's uh because everything's been like weird and off kilter so far but like this is like the first explicitly like horrific scene in this film yeah
2: Yeah, it finally crosses that line from just building the tension to actually capitalizing on it and Mm -hmm. it was it was a great moment honestly
0: This movie does something that I wish it did less of, which is the second that you think you're going to... Because, like, w- 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 probably to preface that, is a thriller is built on doling out its information slow, but when you get a nugget of information, it means a lot, right? Um, and I feel like yeah. they they when they actually present to you and show you a little bit of information they do it too quick and like they showed the guy in the mask for like literally 3 frames which is great mm. and spooky but i'm like oh we'll get like a better view of that guy later or whatever yes. but it's not not until yeah. much 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 later but then they keep doing the same thing where when they do a reveal it's like oh there's someone there it's 3 frames of whatever mm. and i'm just like Uh, linger on it for like a second please let me see the thing that we've been building to so i can start to like try to solve the puzzle in my own head just a little bit (laughs) and uh you know i mean this is a well-crafted film like the Mm. the animation is on point the mood is there um they obviously know what they're doing in this medium but i think when it comes to stuff like that uh like you know uh shot length for audience retention and stuff like that uh that is a little bit more meta in the filmmaking world um that was just a little bit behind for me but still yeah. like mm. like you said like you said effective scene super spooky and then um just does it oh it cuts to uh medic at this point right who's like been debating out in the car whether or not to come
1: inside yes Mm-hmm. Well, it looks like he he has just woken up, like he's passed out, and this is where we start mm-hmm. to get the oh, is the uh, is med well a it's obvious that medic's not okay, and b um, mm-hmm. he is having blackouts. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Wake waking up, not knowing where he is, not knowing what he's what
4: he's doing. Um, um yeah.
1: Yeah, so he uh, decides to join Scout and his mom for dinner and uh, discovers a horrific murder scene um, yep. mm-hmm. with a big red M painted on the wall <laughs> because uh, we want to uh, really hammer home that one of our influences mm. is the film M.
3: hmm
2: yep. yep. Yeah, that comes back <laughs> a lot. Uh, just missing the hand, and it could have been the poster. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh is this when um, we get
0: uh spy and, and soldier then he passes the out crime scene?
4: Yeah, he passes out. That's right. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah he passes out again, Spy and Soldier are listening to the, the two way cop radio, uh, and decide to follow the patrol officer following a black hearse and ends up at the crime scene where they just mm-hmm. say, We're federal investigators, don't ask about it Yeah <laughs> and start just rummaging through everything. Which, this is. I like he, that the cops don't buy it. It's really funny, actually. <laughs> mm-hmm. They don't
0: buy it, but they don't do anything about it, which is very funny. And then they're going through Scout's paperwork, uh, yeah. where there is a page yeah. that says his IQ is like forty-five or forty-eight. The dude's got like less than a room temperature IQ. It's it's it, like perfect yeah. comedy right there. So good.
4: God. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. That I've just started hearing the phrase room temperature IQ. It's that thing where you hear it once and then it shows up everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's very different over here. For, <laughs> for us, room temperature is like 23 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. That is
0: not an international joke.
2: Because what's room temperature? Yeah, what's room temperature in the US?
0: <laughs> yeah, room temperature in the US is about 65 or so. Yeah. Well, I guess depends on where you live. Uh, sixty-five. Okay, is like, Yeah. What, what, what we keep it sixty-five <laughs> Fahrenheit is what we keep it like in the winter. That's like if your house is warm, you're there. Yeah, you're at sixty-five or so. But uh, mm. I don't know what, what, what's from temp out in LA, Leonard. Let's 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 learn something on this podcast.
1: Okay. Uh. It's like like room temperature with nothing running. It's like seventy six, yeah, um, in in, like the morning.
4: (laughs) Man, (laughs) yeah,
2: (laughs) yeah. Um. Um, um, Anyway, (laughs) but yeah, then they um after finding Scout's medical record, they find a bloody bone saw
3: mm-hmm
2: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> which, which is if in tf2 that is uh one of the medics yeah right yeah so uh they immediately hmm. put two and two together and they head to the medics office that it is
1: and so yeah. they um uh, uh yes uh where uh the medic has already left after washing his bloody hands after his pass-out session. Um, uh, he's attacked by a mirror doppelganger, uh, which is oh, a pretty I great sequence. That. Yeah, <laughs> that was great. <laughs> and then he receives uh, a manila envelope full of pictures of scouts sleeping, which is totally not creepy and weird at all. <laughs>
4: and and then
1: he receives a phone call uh using the same weird ai voice technology that voice uh, voice scout's mom uh to patch together a, a call from scout hmm. uh and finally uh is told to go to the coolagers slaughterhouse i believe that's the pronunciation of that name <laughs>
0: Oh. Yeah. yeah, they say it once yeah, or twice, like but yeah, so- something like that. Yeah.
4: Which that, that is a map, right? That is a TF2 map. The, yes. The, is it Sawmill yeah. or Slaughterhouse? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um So uh Medic uh decides to solo it. Um it doesn't work out particularly well because Hey, medic's a support class. He's not gonna. He's not gonna clear this map on his own. Uh, he 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 breaks his medic gun immediately. Yeah. Um, he is chased by uh a, a, a now revived uh heavy that is basically just Mr. X from uh, Resident Evil Two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have the Love same that. note. I have the same <laughs> note. <laughs> And then uh, finds Scout in a coffin. Uh, And Scout's not happy to see him, seems to Mm. believe that he did something real bad. Uh, And is like, if I had a gun, I would shoot you. And then he runs off um, and then is immediately gunned down by um, two uh, engineers that are basically the most Quentin Tarantino characters in this entire film. Mm. Uh Yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: Um it is both the red and the blue uh medic uh they are working together for unknown reasons um and they're uh weird southern hicks um there's uh the sequence has a lot of deliverance vibes to it yep. in a <laughs> deeply unpleasant way um, and uh one of the older brother drags uh scout off uh with a drill. Uh and so we get to uh enjoy a sequence where uh the medic is skulking around while uh we listen to Scout be tortured with a hand drill for yeah. roughly 7 minutes of this Yeah, film. <laughs> there's a lot of drilling noises
0: and screaming yeah. uh going on as Medic is trying to like do some covert ops mm. terribly on his own. Um like, from the, like, knowing this full film, what is what is the end that these engineers are trying to meet? Is it, is it just the fact that they want Scout to respawn and not be the way he is now? Or, I just, I don't really understand their motivation. The scene was great. Characters are good. Like, the thing with the piano, fucking brilliant. I...
1: Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go ahead, man. Uh I think that that they want um that they're literally just like guard dogs for this place. Cause this seems to be uh secret uh secret reveal flash forward. Um this is just like Archibald's well, part of it is like Archibald's um lab mm-hmm. where The respawn test took place, Um, and I think that, like, I think there's, like, an aura of, like, hey, there's so much pain and misery in this place that it's kind of shifted and warped what it actually is and how it physically manifests. Like, it is literally, like, kind of the haunted house of misery and, and horror. Um, but I think, like, when we're here in this, like, first layer that feels like an actual place, um, that they're just literally just, like, the watch to make sure that no one breaks in and snoops around. hmm Yeah.
0: Yeah. I buy that. That makes sense. This movie does the best job when it is more, uh, the scenes are more tangible uh when you know where everything is in space mm-hmm. and this is a perfect distillation of that. You got one guy in one room <laughs> with <laughs> his remote is on the table, his turret is like ready to be used uh with the remote and medic is trying to get it while there's like this, you know, torture scene happening in the other room. The stakes are real. Uh and it just yeah, you know you know what you're looking at uh as opposed to like when it gets completely trippy and like I don't know where I am and which which version of what character is talking anymore. <laughs> but yeah, this this fight coming up is is probably <laughs> one of my favorite se- scenes in the whole in the whole deal.
1: Yes. Uh yeah, uh, well then uh Matt explain this this uh this uh brutally graphic uh sure. fight sequence to us then. Yeah, definitely. Um the phone rings uh, well
0: medic is reaching for uh, the uh, engineers he, uh, the engineer class uh, can set up a turret um, in tf two uh so he has this turret set up it is what shot scout when scout got, when medic lets Scout out of the coffin um, and uh, he left the remote on the on a desk uh, and he's over in the corner um, he isn't playing the piano yet. Uh, he's he's doing something else um and the medic is trying to like reach across the desk to grab this remote when the phone rings medic hides with his hands over his mouth tries to not be heard um engineer asks where his brother is which i i don't know if that's if he's just talking about another engineer which i think he is i think it's the bartender in eternity is is who he's talking about um but i no way to know no way to yes. know the hell he's talking about. Um,
4: but uh uh getting upset about that,
0: uh I think he's talking to one of the man brothers uh at this point. Um, I'm pretty sure that's who's on the other end of that line. Um and then when he goes back, there's a piano in this room, which is very strange. Uh in this sling blade looking motherfucker sits down at the piano, and just starts playing something beautiful. Uh, And you're just like, okay, this is happening now. (laughs) Uh, Medic grabs the phone, uh, pulls the cord tight as this music is playing, uh, and tries to choke out the engineer and fails. Uh, They square up to fight, because, sure, I guess it's Queensbury rules now. Um, And, uh, they, uh, they have a little tete-a-tete, Boy, what happens to let Medic get the... Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, engineer gets the upper hand, knocks Medic to the ground, pulls out a shotgun that's, like, hooked under the piano, and um, and shoots hmm. the Medic dead. And it's just like, well, that's taken care of. Uh, goes over to a shoot-labeled disposal, which, I love that. Uh, just give me a disposal <laughs> shoot in anything. That's so fun. Um, opens it up, <laughs> and medic regens like like his instead of respawning he just all the blood comes back into him the Mm. bullet holes leave and he gets back up which i think something's different about medic compared to the other guys he is like uh i'm not sure i'm not sure why he is so why he's the outlier here but it factors into his primacy in the story but he gets up And he surprises the engineer uh, and grabs the gun and kills him. Uh, Shoots off his head. Uh, It's it's not the first time. uh, It's the first time in this movie, but not the last Mm. time that we see someone uh, lose their entire head to a shotgun, which is, they just, they love doing that. Uh, And dumps him down the disposal chute. Uh, Just super effective, very well-directed. Uh, it gives you all the information it needs to give you this. This, this scene, oh yeah, but
4: yeah, these these guys know what they were doing here. It was very good. Mm-hmm. And, and then I'm he not- proceeds to kill the uh, other engineer. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: uh and uh and it's great um we uh jump back to the uh buddy cop duo who arrive at the scene uh the slaughterhouse uh soldier being soldier is like oh i've got the perfect thing for this uh opens up the trunk of the car uh and there's his rocket launcher um there is a very <laughs> funny uh rocket jump joke um that Uh, is, uh, is a Chekhov's rocket jump joke that gets paid off basically at the end of the film. Um, (laughs) um, but they are immediately shot at and fall into a trench, uh, which brings us to, uh, chapter, what's this, four, uh, Crossroads, Uh um, uh we rejoin uh them uh uh going through the sewer into the slaughterhouse um they are shot at by the sniper um the engineer uh gets the sniper to uh shoot him in the chest uh there is also a very funny joke where the spy is like what if he had shot you in the head uh and he's like well he didn't um
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought the joke was he was Um, going to point at his helmet, but you know. (laughs)
4: Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, we, uh, Sniper gets his leg blown off by the rocket launcher. Um... Something weird happens to him uh, as he dies, which uh, uh, introduces us to, like, the secondary supernatural aspect of this movie, uh, of this film. Um, And then uh, is held up by the pyro, um, which I kind of appreciate that, like, the pyro never has a flamethrower in this film. Uh and, mm-hmm. and it's worth noting that the Pyro is the uh weird figure in the white mask from uh Scout's apartment.
0: Um mm-hmm. mm. Pyro is my favorite character. I played as Pyro pretty exclusively back when I played D F two. And um I was sad that we didn't get to see regular version of Pyro, but you know. <laughs> the, I mean this version is just as creepy as yeah, we little bit get- Yeah,
1: Yes, we I was going to say we get weird freak pyro uh-huh. uh still <laughs> in in this. Um Spy gets shot in the leg. Um soldier dives through a what is that? Like like a security hatch which is in the slaughterhouse for some reason. Yeah, it's like a but this is like the Yes, exactly. <laughs> um and uh then we're introduced to like the first super weird sequence of this film, like actually like timey-wimey nonsense monster horror sequence where the soldier is back in the trenches of World War II uh watching uh Medic play chess with the Plague Doctor watching a spy be immolated by the pyro watching Scout being shot in the head before he mutates into a horrible monster, uh, Mm. all culminating in him watching a conversation from, I'd say, what, maybe three or four meters away, um, Mm -hmm. where it is clearly him talking to somebody else, uh, but he then picks up a uh, crowbar, uh, breaks open the door, and then hurls it at himself (laughs) essentially uh, to make an escape from a horrible mutant version of Scout. Um, He rounds a corner and then is immediately presented with the conversation that he just watched himself have. Um, I actually really appreciate the fact that this uh, that they didn't make us linger on this for too long, that it's immediate. So that you actually just say, Oh, that's what's going on. It's weird time space nonsense.
4: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: That the scout that this is when uh he meets up with uh demo man, right, who's missing an arm? Uh yes. who's in prison. Uh one of the Reds in prison, and then that scout that comes after them. He, they have a little conversation. Uh for some reason. Oh, because cause, uh, Demo knows where guns are. Uh, so mm-hmm. uh, he lets Demo out. And then this, like, headcrab zombie version of Scout, like, it's just all messed up, <laughs> uh, starts coming after them. And I think this is the most effective monster in the, uh, the film, this thing.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a good chase. Chases him up some stairs. Uh, he's got Demo Man on his shoulders, but throws him off uh he gets his leg caught and as the the messed up scout is touching him like the color grading changes and uh uh it's like the view when they're seeing another instance of themselves um so it's kind of like that mm-hmm. uh ethereal astral plane you shouldn't be in this reality kind of making contact with them which is pretty good and then he just shoves a crowbar right into scout's yeah. head which woof
4: (laughs) (laughs) yeah um
1: and so they get guns and then are immediately met by by zombies
0: (laughs) yeah and this is where I thought was this going to become a zombie movie because it hasn't been uh, it hasn't been up to this point and then it is for just like I don't know 10 minutes (laughs)
4: yep Mm -hmm. (laughs)
1: the zombie flick for 10 for approximately 10 minutes um and then uh all of our principal characters at least at this point uh meet each other because medic has been chased by uh mr heavy uh ex mr heavy um and uh they get into an elevator uh medic loses it uh soldier offers him a lucky strike. Uh, we get a really, <laughs> I really like the, the sequence, this, this chapter in sequence shot of the elevator, just a box, just framed as a box, descending, uh, it, like, in total pitch black darkness.
0: mm mm-hmm. <laughs> This is a Dark Souls 2-ass elevator. Um, we don't know where <laughs> it came from. We don't know where it's going, but these two places are definitely not connected by an
1: elevator. <laughs> yeah. It, yes, actually. <laughs> Um, And then we, uh, this is chapter, I believe this is chapter 5, The Doorway. This is where stuff starts getting super weird, super nuts. Um, I forget, man, my notes are a little sparse here. Um, I forget when they get, how they get immediately, oh, they how they get immediately separated because I know soldier and demo man find Jules Archibald in Uh uh, the weird medieval uh, dungeon that now exists under this slaughterhouse uh, because time and space are, are nothing here at this point uh, because this is essentially a descent into hell.
0: (laughs) Yeah. They, they go downstairs. Uh, demo says he lost his sidearm. Uh, when Mr. X heavy attacked him. <laughs> uh and there's like, well, you can't go back for it now. And uh then demo goes first, says, Hey, it's dark. You know, come on. Soldier goes to follow. Then we find out that medic has the gun. Uh after laughing like crazy, yes. uh, they uh they comment on that. Demo and soldier are like that dude is he's cracked. Uh we need to worry about that. Um and yeah uh this is when medic gets to see his past self talking to scout in his office for a little bit uh while demo is getting like Mm. hallucinations in a cryo laboratory uh and then freezes to death um things start to like things just start rolling and you're like okay this is happening okay this is happening okay this is happening um yeah i like that because they set up demo getting the grenade when he and Soldier get guns way earlier. Uh, and I'm like, when's when's that coming yes. into play? And when mm. he freezes, and I'm like, "Ah, oh, he's frozen, that sucks, and Soldier finds him, and it's in his hand, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's grenade time. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, uh, because uh, Happy Mr. X shows up again after Soldier discovers... Uh, demo in a cryo-freezer featuring a number of clones of the soldier. We uh-huh. do get a little uh, backstory on what exactly is going on. Um, essentially, all of the Team Fortress 2 character classes are uh, were once death row prisoners that mm. volunteered for a... Uh, 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 uh experiment tests with the uh respawn machine um to uh be participants in a nightmarish forever war between uh uh redmond and blue tark uh, yeah. man <laughs> the owners of red and blue and from blue. team fortress it's so um, good and it's yep. funny because yeah
0: archibald is the he's the guy who's like set this all up who's running this ship he's talking we get this great scene where soldier is on the phone fu- he's listening to a recording uh through timey wimey shit i don't know maybe he's listening to a real time i don't know how it works but of archibald basically selling the program to Tark, saying oh we went through thousands mm-hmm. of guys mm-hmm. we found 10 compatible oh wait one just melted we found nine compatible um and uh, they'll be, you know, but but these are infinitely responsible guys. So I will give them to you and you'll win the war by the next financial year. Don't worry about it. You got it. And the guy's like, great. I love it. Oh, also free organ transplants so I can live for hundreds of years. I'd love it. Great. And then as soon as he hangs up the phone, he calls the person who is in charge of the other half of the war. and's like, I got a product for you. And so basically, Jules, like Archibald, is the one who set up the tf2 characters mm. like infinitely killing each other like he yes yeah yeah, yeah. He, he made this like horrible like like contraption that like it's just hell he made hell
4: <laughs> yes um
1: yeah so that's the revelation here Um, We also get another revelation uh, because right before uh, the demo man freezes to death, he has a sequence with uh, another engineer, the engineer brother (laughs) uh, from the phone call mentioned uh, during the phone call in a very explicit uh, shining Mm. homage where uh, he explains, hey, guess what? Like our existence is an absolute nightmare because every single time we die, we spend basically eternity in the afterlife uh, and then are voided back into reality to just die again. Um, that sucks. Mm-hmm. You, you want a drink? <laughs> yeah. Well, he says relapse
0: is a hell of a thing. And he's pouring yeah. him like there's a huge like tumbler of whiskey. And that was <laughs> like, sure is. And then he says something else. Um, something that soldier takes takes with him. Uh, what is it? He says, "It's not. It's eternity in there. It's the other one."
4: Uh,
0: hmm. Longer than you think. Longer than you think. Yeah. What? It, it's like, of course, Stephen King references like the Langoliers. Um, if you guys <clears throat> have have, is that the one? Where, no, 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 that's not the... What is the one where they go on, like, uh... Yeah, it's the Langoliers, right? They, they, they're doing the interspace travel. Oh. And supposed to No, that's
1: many- the... Uh, that's a different one. Oh, oh man, my God. I can't recall.
0: They're both extra-dimensional entities, and I... Yeah. Uh, they're making a movie out of it soon. The uh, Jaunt. The Jaunt, the short yes. story you're yes. thinking of. Because there's also, like, things that, like, eat reality and whatever. Um, but Basically, that mm. kid is like awake for eternity during the light year of travel that they take um, yeah, weird mm. Stephen King doesn't do a lot of like sci fi like that, and that one that one's really good, um but yeah, longer than you think made me immediately think of of the John
4: good poll, yeah. Leonard <laughs>
1: well, I had to look that up. I, I just typed really <laughs> You quietly. could have lied, man. <laughs> I know, but then that makes me a liar and nobody uh, likes liar. So I guess so. I guess so. Um, <laughs> um we jump back to the spy, which uh, my favorite thing about this movie is that they mo- modeled the spy without his mask on. Um mm-hmm. and he hmm. looks weird because he's got nothing but because he's got um um basically facial farmer's tan from his mask i was like is that a fade what is (laughs) going on oh it's farmer's tan that's pretty good that's very funny (laughs) uh yes he is uh uh being threatened by pyro who says nothing uh threatens him with an axe um takes off his mask and we get a quick glimpse of a, a real unpleasant face before they then just decide to actually have him light a Zippo lighter and show him his, show us mm. his horrible skeletal charred yeah. face. Um, once again, very effective. Yeah. Also not long yeah. enough too quick.
0: They, they should have <laughs> held on that for a little bit more. Cause I'm like, I want to see that fucked up face like without pausing. Um, Pyro if, if, in the lore, uh, like, he, like, wears an asbestos suit, um, the dude is, like, completely toxified and burned under everything he's wearing, and he sees the world as, like, uh, like, a really happy, fun cartoon land where everything's on fire, and so he feels Hmm. like whenever he lights something on fire, he's, like, making the world a better place, uh, and that's, I just, I always thought that was very, like, a funny, weird thing to just add to a game, was, like, no reason for him to have that backstory, hmm. but there it is. So when, when they get to show him the, the fucked up face, I'm like, hey, they're actually showing the actual pyro.
1: That rules. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, uh, the doctor has found the respawn machine uh, and decides, uh, well, you know, since I'm here, might as well uh, try to bring Scout back because I feel super guilty about this entire thing for... Indeterminate reasons other than like I'm kind of a father figure to this guy, um and it goes badly we get uh yeah. we get shining blood elevator because um uh scout can no longer be properly resequenced, uh which is a really mm. unpleasant concept to deal with <laughs> in yeah. general
0: it's it, mm. it's a teleporter accident kind of thing is this where we get monster scout that goes after soldier and demo when that, that one
1: that gets the I, I, of the head? I think that that one probably came out of the respawn machine uh, previously mm, um, yeah. and was uh, a little uh, undercooked and then trying to bring him back again. <laughs> it was like, yeah, no, we just can't do it. We can't do it anymore.
4: Mm-hmm. Um...
1: Meanwhile, uh, Spy finally utilizes the only thing that, uh, Spy is good for, which is turning invisible. Um, <laughs> and, uh, 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 he thinks that he kills, uh, Pyro, uh, who has splashed him with gasoline. Uh, mm-hmm. Previously, splashed him with gasoline to wake him up, which is a very pyro thing to do. It sure, uh, that's a so pyro uh, on, <laughs> on Disney Channel. Um, <laughs> uh. Uh, um, he he thinks that he kills the pyro. He lights up a cigarette and then tosses it aside, uh, which is apparently one of his taunts or a. an an animation that he can do in game. Um, and then being a big idiot, uh, immolates himself (laughs) Mm -hmm. and and then, and then rolls around and falls in poopy water. Um, yes. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Which is really good for your burns.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, as we'll see, Mm -hmm. (laughs) going on, he basically turns into, hey, what if Two-Face was just burnt completely? What if Aaron Eckhart was just completely set ablaze? Yeah. Um, (laughs) Um... Uh, yeah, because he eventually confronts Jules uh, and is like, I came here looking for you and look what it did to me. And Jules is like, oh, no, you've turned into a Batman villain. And then uh, Spy (laughs) shoots him in the head. Uh, um, Yeah. At this point, Spy has also lost his accent because apparently,
0: like, getting your lips blown off doesn't affect your enunciation, but it affects your accent.
1: Yes. Yes. Well, you know, he's super <laughs> burned. I'm sure he's got like internal, he breathed in all that fire while he was on fire and then he breathed, he, he swallowed some of that poopy sewer water so like now he doesn't have an accident <laughs> anymore. Yep. <laughs> That's um, how you get rid of it. <laughs> it's like old <a> one-two. <laughs> <laughs> um... We eventually get to the point where, so one of the more interesting, the really interesting thing with the soldier, because at this point, soldier has become our point of view main character, um, which is um, uh, earlier in the film, Spy remarks on the weird branded Valium and soldiers like, yeah, they tell us to take it every single time we respawn we respond. Mm. And Spy's like, yeah, does it work? And he's like, I don't know. I've never done it. So, hey, <laughs> Soldier that's is like cool. the <laughs> Soldier is the only character that isn't like hopped up on weird pills from this horrible nightmare factory company. Uh-huh. Um, which kind of feels like that's the reason why he's ultimately perceiving everything the way that he is. Like he's mm. actually getting like the Pure picture of what's going on around him um because he's not drugged up yeah. um, I took he, it as gets the in drugs, the... uh they prevent you
0: from seeing the collective consciousness of all your pasts and whatever i I yes. thought that yeah, so the fact that he's not on it, mm. and the fact that what happens with this next sequence or it's not next it it's an, it's it's soon uh with yes. just. All of the soldiers,
1: <laughs> <clears throat> um, yeah, so soldiers ambushed by sniper, who is now a weird zombie with a giant rictus grin, um. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, man, you don't have any idea how long I've been waiting to kill you, even though that thing that happened between us was like 45 minutes ago. I've been waiting yeah. for eternity to kill you because that's how long it takes when you're in the respawn machine. I don't oh. even care that I'm, I, I'm a big nightmare freak. I'm going to shoot you to death for blowing off my leg and killing me again. Um, and then he dies almost immediately. Um, uh, the pyro is executed by the medic who has a weird eyes wide shut. Um, uh, uh, congratulations, Evangelion, uh, applause sequence after killing him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that was really weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, this ultimately culminates with a uh, soldier and medic being captured by a crispy spy who um, uh, forces them to play Russian roulette. Uh, uh, soldier survives. Medic says, yeah, I know I'm going to be okay, and immediately blows his brains out. Uh, R.I.P. Medic. Um <laughs> And then uh-huh. uh soldier escapes from the spy, and then jumps into a horrible nightmare pit full of dead bodies of himself.
0: Yeah, like, thousands and thousands. Of th- it, it's that, like, scene from Quantumania where Paul Rudd's climbing all over himself. It's it's that, <laughs> but, like, but way more grim. Uh, there's, like, a truck that's, like, scooping him up for unknown reasons. Who knows what the fuck is going on down here? If this is real or not, we don't know um it doesn't seem to make much sense it's It's very like uh it reminded me of Pink Floyd's the wall if you if you like watch mm-hmm. it. like like there there's just like that kind of psychedelia like this is this is your inner workings. this is how you're viewed as disposable, this is how you know uh why you can't sleep at night ever and yeah, it was good but it didn't feel of a piece to this movie but it also did it it's just again this uh is a very interesting piece of media
3: <laughs>
1: um we then come to a collapsed bridge over a uh endless yawning ma. um fun fact this uh entire sequence the the weird bridge sequence is um an homage to the end of the house that jack built by Lars lars von trier oh all right sure i'll take your word for it um uh we finally get that uh that checkoffs uh rocket jump uh payoff when uh the uh soldier completely finally obliterates uh miss oh well no he doesn't actually um Rocket jumps off of uh, Heavy Mr. X across the way, uh, but he is then immediately shot and falls deeper into hell, Um, (laughs) um, where he is chased by what sounds like an even more awful, horrible version of the Scout. Um, I like that we never see it. I like that it just sounds uh chasing mm-hmm. him. He climbs a ladder. And we are back at the beginning of the film. Oh man, that silhouette that totally wasn't soldier. That was totally soldier. He's somehow gone back in time. He's seeing himself from a different angle. He's seeing uh medic drive Scout home. Uh and then eventually he escapes the slaughterhouse and uh and uh is is back in the real world. Except, mm. heavy Mister X returns <laughs> because you, uh, the tyrant always has to come back a second time. Uh, but then the slaughterhouse oh, yeah. just falls on him, um, <laughs> and and then we get the debriefing. Uh, uh, Matt, uh, you want to tell us about the really deeply unsettling, very uh, period accurate, somewhat governmental debriefing that Soldier gets after the incident
0: uh if i can remember uh that much about it uh he basically gets well i mean he let me think uh i've lost my spot in my in my my reading here oh no my notes um uh the next thing i have is him getting the card to stick to the script is that is that what we're talking Uh, about here yeah yes um basically it's uh yeah soldier is in a wheelchair now um and uh is told to just uh say what is on the uh what is on the script and only what is on the script yes yeah
1: mm-hmm. uh a, oh and uh and that your friend is gonna pull pull uh pull out just fine and we pan over and it's uh oh yeah an... oh my god <laughs> <laughs> so funny. He looks like they, a burnt matchstick. Yeah, like basically in a full body cast with uh with burn wrappings all over himself, being suspended uh, and still smoking a cigarette. Yeah, he's um, in full it's, traction.
0: It's... He's above the bed. He yeah he he just <laughs> looks like a like like a wet cat just but just like burnt to a crisp. And yeah, <laughs> c- cigarette in mouth, just like I'm fine. I'll be great.
3: <laughs> it's just um, like after everything then,
0: Soldier just went through, it's just so totally. I mean, it's, it's Team Fortress 2. It has to be goofy. Yes. So. Yes.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um. So yes, we get the funeral for the beloved uh, 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 Archibald, <laughs> which yeah. everybody who everyone loved and everyone will miss dearly. Um, mm-hmm. We get Redman and Blue talk. Uh, Tark, uh, uh, in the flesh, uh, they are weird, old, keeper looking motherfuckers um, yeah, that are in a uh, blue and red suits with bowler hats, both in mm-hmm. wheelchairs. They hate each other. It's very cartoonish. I actually kind of love it. Um, Every wheelchair uh, um, in this film is
0: the loudest fucking thing on Earth. I don't yeah. know <laughs> <laughs> who's in charge of Greece here, but they're really, really slipping. Uh,
1: they 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 bought all of their wheelchairs from Silent Hill so that explains yeah that's everything. In, yep mm-hmm. that makes sense um uh spy is uh is semi recovered he's now wearing a black suit instead of a blue suit um and a weird creepy mask um very reminiscent of the one that uh pyro was wearing mm-hmm. um earlier Um, And uh, begins to give Archibald's eulogy, which consists of a lot of propaganda and bullshit, blaming everything on Medic, um, and then (laughs) asking uh, Soldier to uh, reaffirm everything that he's just said. Uh Uh, Soldier wills himself up to the podium, looks at the card, and then just starts laughing maniacally. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, angering spy who pushes him out of the way and then proceeds on with his like spiel about well now that Archibald's gone I'm gonna take his place on the board of directors and then in the biggest most hilarious plot twist ever (laughs) um, the uh, casket erupts and (laughs) upsets a medic who shoots spy in the head (laughs)
0: <laughs> Medic now has a magic revolver that never needs to be reloaded yes. and is is just like firing like you know, like anti aircraft rounds. Anything he shoots at is dead <laughs> immediately in the loudest way possible. It's just like
1: alright, mm. okay, this is happening, sure. That um it is. He's also dressed like the I forget the character's name, but the weird sleepwalking dude from the cabinet of Doctor Caligari. Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, but I I love I love the I love the spy assassination because he ultimately gets a monologue. Like he gets broken up by the soldier and his laughing mm. bit, but it's like this very like long like very like na- like it's a. It's an it, he basically gives like an Emperor Palpatine monologue, uh-huh. and then Obi Wan Kenobi come, bursts out of a coffin and shoots him in the <laughs> head. And I'm like, yeah. oh man, I would have appreciated the prequels significantly more if this had been the ending. <laughs> but whatever. Um,
0: yeah. And now we're back into like the the part of the film, like these these sections that are like the action heavy. Again, the things that happen in the real world and whatever. These things mm-hmm. gelled so much better for me than the psychedelia stuff uh, because <laughs> this, this this next scene it's just it's just a good well directed action scene. It's got like yeah. a lot of fun. There's tension. You know where you are. There's jokes.
1: Uh, it's good. Yeah, this part's great. Mm. Yes, Uh, and this part culminates with a soldier uh, brutally murdering an elderly man who's just been in a car accident, um, and then medic brutally murdering another elderly man who is gloating over the death of his brother. Um,
0: I mean, to be fair, they're hundreds of years old because they're using organs. Yeah, they're using organs from Mm. the respawned... uh, uh like you know classes here mm-hmm. um they they have mm-hmm. like artificially extended their life and therefore artificially extended the hell that these nine guys have been in
1: for so long yes mm. Uh, and now they're both dead uh yeah. we get uh we get a uh lost highway david lynch homage as the medic drives down uh <laughs> down a dark road he finds himself at a bar um yeah it, that is clearly not in the real world surprise surprise uh-huh. um both of the engineers are dead are are there uh he goes into the bathroom from the shining <laughs> yeah uh, yeah from this like
0: <laughs> shitty little roadside bar into like this bathroom yes. that'd be in a high-end like hotel uh mm-hmm. lobby yeah, it's just like
1: oh, okay, none of this is real. <laughs> <laughs> um uh he sees uh Jules who gives him a smirk and leaves. Um uh, his teeth start falling out into the sink, because once again, uh that's uh the thing the nightmare that Scout was having, uh uh-huh. that he mentioned at the beginning, uh and then realizes that the Valium is not Valium, it is in fact Emesis blue, cut to mm-hmm the respawn machine on fire in the slaughterhouse as it's burning down. The door opens and we see the silhouette of the medic uh, who has died in a car accident Mm -hmm. uh, slamming his, his, uh, his medic uh, van into a uh, telephone pole. And we Mm -hmm. get a hint of what's inside of the briefcase, which seems to be, uh, I don't know, tubes of, people in an endless cycle of nightmarish horror.
4: The end.
1: The end.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And someone, like, during that afterlife sequence, someone says, hey doc, and you get the first (laughs) smile in this entire film. Yes. The doctor looks Mm. up, smiles, has all his teeth again. He is made whole. And then... Mm. And then we see, like, the nightmare respawning happening. Who knows what the frick is happening there. Uh, But, yeah. And then uh, we get some credits. And then at the very end, we get a picture of the second smiles in this. Of Doc and Scout sitting together. uh, Having, like, their photo taken or something. uh, On a bench. With a drill in front of them for some reason. Uh, And then Scout fades (laughs) away. And the medic looks sad. And then it's
4: yes yep that's emesis
1: blue yeah (laughs) Um. Uh,
0: there was like a a short put out before this of just what uh, it was a commercial for emesis blue uh, Mm -hmm. that was uh, made by the same people and everything and it was like a joke about a medicine that you take during your respawning or after respawning so you don't Mm. go crazy from being respawned all the time
3: Mm -hmm.
0: and i I, and that was put out a few years ago and i think that that was the seed that Mm. built into this
1: right right yeah fair enough yeah because hey guess what uh uh the concept of like constantly like even if it wasn't under the circumstances of team fortress 2 where you're basically uh Uh, coming back to life to fight endlessly in a nightmarish proxy war between two rich assholes. Um, Just the idea of coming back to life um, over and over and over again. Real bad. Real bad time. Not good on the brain. Don't think that that's anything that anyone actually wants.
0: Yeah, the concept of having to experience eternity is like such a good horror concept. Like, the joke in Beetlejuice where he gets the, the the butcher paper number that's like ten trillion numbers long or whatever, and that's how yes. long he has to wait. Like that's hell. That that sucks. Imagine oh, yeah. being stuck at the DMV that long. Uh, <laughs> there, there's no way that your sanity would ever be intact if you were brought back from that uh, kind of kind of place. Um, so yeah. yeah, what what
1: a good what a good little trope that is. I love that a lot. Um, so yeah, I, I think we can all well, I uh I really love this film. I'm I, I'm I'm a big supporter of independent uh creators. Uh I really like that they took something as ubiquitous as the Source filmmaker and uh made a feature-length horror movie with Team Fortress 2 uh characters. Um and uh I Absolutely recommended it, especially because e- you can just watch it for free. Like it, it's literally mm. free. Yeah. You don't mm-hmm. have to pay yeah. any
0: money for it. <laughs> I, I know I'm going back to watch uh some of those uh I usually I hate explainer videos, but <laughs> there are some done by people I I saw I, I was like looking up like who would be the best like source for like uh more behind the scenes on this. And there's some done by people who uh aren't on the team that made it but were like in the same kind of uh, machinima groups with these people and so it's like yeah. a friend reviewing the work
1: uh, mm. so
0: I'm like oh that sh- that should be interesting so uh, yeah and like uh, you type emesis blue into YouTube the first thing you get is the film and like the next 12 things are ending <laughs> explained and you yeah. know what did this mean and all of the things you missed in emesis blue and you know all that YouTube mm, clickbait mm. crap but If you want (laughs) supplementals and precursor stuff from, uh, the, man, I can't, I always forget the name of this, company. something, Fortress, Fortress Fortress Films, Films. Fortress Films, yeah, Fortress Films has done a lot, uh, you know, they've been around for a long time, uh, this, you know, Team Fortress 2 is a funny property, um, (laughs) people who know about it, either know about it, but have never touched it. Or know about it and have like extreme intimate knowledge of it because it's a game that you play so much. Like if you get into Team Fortress Two, you're there forever. It feels like eternity. Uh, wow, how how thematic! <laughs> how, how but everyone else is just like, "What the hell are you talking about?" There's someone named Heavy. I don't I don't get this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and Cameron. Uh, yeah, go on. Go for it. Yeah, Matt? I was just gonna say, I was just gonna say, if 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 you're into it, get into it, and if not, try it out. Mm. Go ahead, Cameron. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, I actually really enjoyed the film. It's not my usual cup of tea, but I think for me, the the novelty of, like you said, Leonard, that independently created, uh, sort of, yeah, th- this is a free production. It's not chained down by corporate expectations and all that kind of stuff. It's just fans of the game using this incredible tool that the community has, which is the Source Filmmaker, uh, to really stretch their wings and do some really creative stuff. Uh, It had some really good cinematography, had some decent acting, and had some really good action. And it kept me engaged the entire way through, Uh, apart from me sneezing so hard that I, I rattled my brain a bit in the back half um (laughs) it's definitely worth checking out um i will say if you type emesis blue into youtube you find the film and then all those explanation videos as matt said didn't mention that the second the second result is an explanation video longer than the actual movie (laughs) yes yeah (laughs) it's like a two-hour piece Uh like here's here's all the stuff about emesis blue and i looked at that like i'm gonna watch the film I'm gonna watch a shorter video than that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it's it's really interesting. And as someone who has that that tangential knowledge of Team Fortress, like my investment began with the the Meet the Class videos and sort of ended with the Bread short film. Uh-huh. Uh, that's that's my entire involvement with the franchise. I really enjoyed this thing that I can I can feel has those roots, but has been changed. But I don't know exactly what's been changed because I'm not familiar enough so it it feels like it's breaking a new ground on something i didn't really invest too much in before it was pretty good
4: mm-hmm.
1: yes um so i think that will be uh uh once again really just watch it once it, it's Ooh. free it's on youtube everyone everyone uses youtube Don't lie to yourself. Don't (laughs) lie to us. We know that you're lying if you say that you don't and we'll find you. Um, So uh, I think that's going to close it for today. Um, Following taking a page out of Dave's book from last week. Hey, Uh, we're not going to do admin anymore. If you, if you're listening to us right now, you know exactly where to find us. Um, until things get better in the horrible clown world nightmare that is social media. Uh, and then Um. once it does, uh, we will in fact start doing admin and telling, uh, you all where we are again. Um, And uh, yeah, I think that's going to close us out for tonight. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, and really, once again, watch this because it's good, interesting, original filmmaking made by mm. people who are clearly passionate about it. Yeah, yeah, that's obvious.
4: Absolutely. Um, Follow the screen. Yeah. Uh, goodbye, everyone. See you next time. Bye, everybody. See it.
0: Monster Dear Monster is brought to you by Fireheart Media. If you enjoyed the show, please share this and all of our episodes with friends. And remember to rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice. Word of mouth is the only way we grow. If you like, you can also kick us a few bucks to help us keep the lights on at ko-fi.com slash fireheartmedia. Check out our other show, Jolichon's Place, at www.jolichon.place.